another week's episode of the Miseducation. It's not a stuffed Hill. crust. The whole pizza is stuffed. I should just expect this by now. I mean, I, I don't just talk. How did they even do can that? Can I mute Bill? I think there should be a way for me to mute Bill. Um, Wait, oh, sorry. We were we recording? Yes, we are recording. And okay. Uh, Hi guys, yeah. I'm Bill. Yeah, Bill's here. And I think I'm Rick. Rick. Rick's here too. And uh, we're the whole gang's here. And uh, yeah, we're gonna kick it off for another week. So, gents, um, what you guys got going on? How's it going? Oh, it's Whoa. great. It's been a week. That's usually what seven days is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, at the end of it. It's Friday night, and I am tired. Friday so. night, you're feeling all right. I am, yeah, but, you know, I got a little beverage in hand and am ready to discuss some movies. Are you ready to check that beverage in? Yeah, what are you guys drinking? I have the Belching Beaver, the ever-present uh, Deftones Belching Beaver collab. Ricker, what do you got? Uh, I have the uh, Crux Fermentation Battlestar IPA. Mm, sounds nice. galactic. Bill, what kind of fruit did you pick off a tree today to eat? I found the Premium Northwest Flatbed Pear Cider. Ooh, fancy. Sounds like it fell off the back of a truck. It might have, because I got it at Grocery Outlet. Four 16-ounce cans for $2.50. I love me some Grocery Outlet. Yeah. That um, IPA that uh, we had, um, Silver Moon Brewing? Yep. Out of Bend? Uh, with the couch, something couch, five ninety nine yeah. six pack can't beat it. Can't beat it. Join yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I went and bought some more today. Actually, I bought a so, flat. Go to grocery outlet and get some. Get, <laughs> not get, a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Hashtag not a sponsor. <laughs> Hashtag bargain market. <laughs> Slightly used food. <laughs> uh, uh, I've been kind of hot and heavy watching a lot of movies recently. What did we watch this week? I forget. We had our first listener assignment. Oh, that's right. Someone generously wrote in and asked us to watch Mean Girls, the Lindsay Lohan vehicle from the early 2000s. Yes, 2004, and we all watched this movie, correct? Yes. Yes. And Bill didn't. <laughs> <laughs> No, I I watched it. Uh, I was just wondering if we had any any comments at all on the movie. Uh, we have am some. I, we have some comments. Am I the only person that has previously seen it though? Uh, no, I had yes. not seen it before. Okay, so the answer to that so question, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, I got one right. <laughs> Look at you, Bill knows something. <sighs> Look at the big brains on Brad. Um, uh, well, you know what? Let's just, let's fire it up. Let's get into it. What do you think? Okay, sure. Yeah, let's, let's maybe since this was not something that any of us are like going to dig in on, although Rick did own the DVD, which he lent to us. Um, maybe we should talk about what we liked and or didn't like. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know. Who's who's gonna die on the hill of uh, Mean Girls? It's not gonna be me. Yeah, I I'm not gonna argue that this is a great movie, but I'm also not gonna throw it, you know, down the trash chute. It's it's. I just thought it was an okay movie. Okay. 
you have a trash chute in your house? <laughs> I want a trash chute. That sounds I, pretty I, cool. I don't, I don't have a clever comeback for that one. <laughs> yeah, you, you never do. You can uh, isolate that. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I guess that if one of us has to die, it's going to be me, huh? Well, you do I think so. have a copy of the DVD. Well, yeah. Let me, I mean, let me put it this way to you, Rick, before we go further. We've watched two Terminator movies, A Christmas Story, Goodfellas, Full Metal Jacket, Blues Brothers, Dazed and Confused, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, and now Mean Girls. How many of these movies is Mean Girls better than, in your opinion? Better than? Yes. Uh, probably none of those movies. Um, it's more rewatchable than half of those movies. Really? But you would, you would say of those movies, this is the worst movie we've watched so far in this podcast. That sounds weird when you Uh, say it that way. I mean, it's just, (laughs) yeah, it's, it's such a different movie. Right. Right. Would you say the the same thing? I think that this movie is not good. (laughs) (laughs) The problem, but I don't think it's terrible. I just don't think it's good. Right, but the, here's here's where we run into an obstacle with this synopsis of is it as good as these movies we've had on the list? Almost all of the movies, actually all of the movies we've watched so far on this podcast have, there's an argument to be made that they are classic cinema. Um, Bill, I know you might argue about Pee-wee, but other than that, these are all really famous, beloved films. And... Mean Girls just doesn't have that kind of stature for movies, but it's still pretty funny. So it's 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 in a class of its own in a, you know, not in a better way, just in its own way. You know, you put this in you put this movie in the vein of like an old school or a Step Brothers or those kind of movies. Well, I haven't group- seen either of those. <laughs> you ever seen Old School or Step Brothers? Uh-uh. Oh. <laughs> Okay, you know, put it on thought, the list. <laughs> I always think we're going to have to go look at this list we have. It never happens because these movies come up so frequently that he hasn't seen that we got to get into it. And I think maybe this is a good time to watch. Those are those were just gold right there, right? We got to get them on Step Brothers. I oh, think, they're soon. they're great. I mean, jokes, yeah. jokes, and jokes. So uh, you just had mentioned that Mean Girls is maybe not cinematic. Uh, royalty like some of the other movies that we watched but I just did a little quick search and uh, 84% on the tomato meter it's uh, it's up there and then the IMDB rating is 7 out of 10 so it's it's tropical climate in the clemo meter based on and it's uh, also (laughs) that's that's not the clemo meter (laughs) I mean I pronounced that wrong (laughs) there's also a Broadway musical based on it there's all kinds of stuff going on. You know, this was a pretty big deal when it came out. I mean, Tina Fey wrote it, you know, yeah. Lauren Michaels produced it, you know, it gross $130 million. Yeah. I mean, I can see how in 2004 it would be considered like a funny, good high school comedy, but I don't think it holds up at all. I think a lot of the jokes are really dated and I would guess Tina Fey would be 
ashamed of a lot of the jokes she made in in writing that movie today. I can see uh, being maybe uh, having some opportunities to make better jokes. There's definitely some stuff that doesn't stand up in the Me Too woke era, but you know you can't fault that movie for that in its time. But yeah, there were some cheap jokes that probably could have got a little more work. Lindsay Lohan was nominated for a Kids' Choice Award for this movie. She was wow, prestigious. Uh, Now, okay, we also have to jump in this a bit, too. Is there a part of this opinion we're having that we're just three old men? I mean, this movie is for girls. Yeah. Is it, though? Yes, very much so. This is why a woman recommended it. This is why my wife says it's great. And this is why everybody, I mean, yes, I think that is why. Um, there probably is some of that. I mean, obviously three 40 year old dudes aren't going to a hundred percent sign off on mean girls, but you go in our professional opinion, uh, there's, there's gotta be, which we've earned. Yes, of course. I mean, we've watched several movies. Was it, was it just that they couldn't find enough decent, like, actors the same age that they have such a weird disparity uh, in this movie. Like, like this movie is weird. I mean, we, we've talked about how they get 20 to 25 year olds to play high schoolers in movies. Right. We talked about that mm-hmm. with dazed and confused, but at least with some of those movies, it's consistent. They all seem the same age. This was just really strange in the span of ages of people that were all supposed to be the same age. Um, I think they all fit okay. I think Rachel McAdams was the oldest one, but she, you wouldn't know it. Well, here's here's it. what I found the weirdest, is that Amy Poehler played Rachel McAdams' mom. Okay. And Rachel McAdams is eight years older than Lindsay Lohan. Mm-hmm. And Amy Poehler is only seven years older than Rachel McAdams. Sure. But like, so like she's closer in age to the person who played her mom than the person who was supposed to play her high school peer. Okay, sure. But like <laughs> she is playing a high school student. And so Amy Poehler is the mom and it makes sense. Right. I mean, that's how it goes. I think that if Rachel McAdams hadn't been in the notebook the same year, you might have thought she could pass as a high schooler, but she had already been in another movie, you know? Maybe. I've never seen The Notebook, so I don't know. That's fine. Don't, don't worry. We're not, we're, we're not getting to that <laughs> for quite a while. That's that's season 54 of this podcast. But I am shocked that Bill hasn't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like we think he hasn't seen good movies, so therefore he's seen shitty movies. And really, he's not seen any movies. Right. Well, and the, yeah, it's I'm I'm oh, I've seen popular. some. Yeah. <laughs> So let's- yeah, I I'm super torn on this movie because it wasn't. I, I understand where you're coming from. Rick. It wasn't a terrible movie. There were parts of it that were funny, but there's nothing in it. Like, can you think of any scene or joke in that movie that you're just like, oh, that was so funny or so classic or like, if I watched it again, I'd be looking forward to this part because it's my favorite part of that movie. I mean, we in my house, that movie is quoted quite a bit. What what are the quotes? Uh, like the percentage that it's raining outside and uh, <laughs> there's just and I've been quoting it since I've been. So here's why I go back to saying that we are 
not good judges of this movie because my favorite person in this movie is Tim Meadows. So that yeah. goes to show you that yeah. this movie is not made for me because he's right. Favorite your, your favorite person in this movie was the one guy that <laughs> wasn't involved in <laughs> molestation of minors. <laughs> exactly. That's so, um, and there is, there was a part at the end of that movie that I was, thought was very funny when mm-hmm. they were talking about, um, uh, Tina Fey getting busted for selling drugs. And he came into the classroom and said, we have to ask, has, did she try to sell you any ecstasy or marrow or she's, they said any marijuana or ecstasy tablets. And then you hear from the background, someone go, what are marijuana tablets? <laughs> and I think that's very funny. And I will say that uh, a lot in my life. I, I thought quotable moments from this movie definitely were stop trying to make fetch happen. I've heard that different places all over the place. And then, um, some other ones that I forgot. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. normally I watch the movie right before yeah, the no, podcast. There's some stuff in that movie. Um, uh, no, so like funny moments in that movie. Definitely, I did not expect the actually getting hit by a bus. That right. I thought was funny. Yep. Yes. And then yes. Um, the the dog chewing on the fake or the nipple of the plastic surgery yes. titty. That was really funny. Very funny. Very funny. Um. Amy Poehler dancing in the aisles while the girls are doing their dance on stage. Very yeah, funny. Amy Poehler yeah. killed in that movie. Yeah, she was she very was funny in that movie. Um, yeah, I like Amy Poehler a lot. You know, you go back to the our Days and Confused episode, and we talked about the mom that we hung out with that yeah, let cool us do whatever we wanted. Yeah, that was her. That was exactly. Yeah, I mean, she, she wasn't yeah. like she, she wasn't rich. But that was her. It. She literally yeah. said, it. "I'm the cool mom." Right. right, and she was like, "If you're gonna drink, do it here." Yeah. Or, or yeah, Are the, is there alcohol in this? Do you want some? Because I'd rather yeah. have you do it here if you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, things things that kind of irritated me about that movie. Every time she went to the animals in Africa flashback part, I was like, "No, I don't get yeah. it. Why? Yeah. Why do you even need to do this?" Um, I understand they're trying to make a connection between what she knows and what she's seeing, but didn't work. Well, all these movies, there's a, there's a few movies I could think of in my life that have like these like useless backstories that you don't need. Like we didn't, she didn't need to be from South Africa. She just couldn't, she was just the whole thing about her being a weird homeschool kid is enough. Yeah. Yeah. Right. She didn't have to be a weird homeschool kid also from Africa. Also, we don't need that as a, as a guy, let me ask you this. (laughs) In in high as, school, wait, me me as a guy or you as a guy? Both of us, and and Ryan okay. too. That, us as yeah. us as I also oh, all three of us. Okay. Devil's triangle yes. of guys. Yeah. So <laughs> in high school, you're a guy, and there's a there's an attractive girl who likes you. This is where you're gonna have to imagine. Wait, time out. <laughs> time out. Yeah, we gotta. There's an attractive she has girl. To be attractive, right? Yep. Who likes you, and you like her, and you guys start to hook up. Okay. And then she says, okay, I pretended to be bad at math so that I could spend time with you. Would you get offended and want to leave? <laughs> Would you be like, I can't believe you lied to me like that and drive off? No. 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 That that is the stupidest no. but written <laughs> Yes, you wouldn't run away but you're also you would look back and think Ah, there was the red flag. That's when I should have known. Would you? Yeah. Oh, it's it's a red flag that this person's willing to get an F and pretend to be stupid to to get with me. 
what I'm saying is, is that obviously it went weird, right? And the reason it went weird is because she's crazy. Yeah, right. And yeah, and you also have to think about the perspective of that guy specifically who had his pick of everybody in that school, right? right? He had been with all those other hot girls and he was sick of those girls being annoying all the time. So then he tried to find this other girl who's maybe less annoying, even though he found out she was just as annoying. That's where it all comes down to, right? right. She was just obnoxious also. And she was trying. You know, so any like, reason to be like, I'm over it. She's trying to be obnoxious to be part of the group that was obnoxious. And he wouldn't have known that it was all supposed to be subversive or whatever. He just finally saw a peek behind the curtain. Yeah. And I, and I don't feel like there was a good overall message to the movie either. It was just sort of like, Hey, we broke up this click and now everyone has their own thing and their own new click, but it didn't really, there was nothing redeeming about Lindsay Lohan's journey. She still wanted to end up with the guy that she wanted to end up with and wanted to take down the other girl. You know what I mean? And, and like their three part plan was, I don't know. It's interesting, right? Like, Oh, let's, let's make her fat. Let's make her gain three pounds. So she thinks she's fat and then no one will like her because she's three pounds heavier and that's going to work. Um, and then what were the other two steps in the plan? I'm the, the boyfriend and the, um, the other friends. Yeah. Yeah. So like, let's, let's turn your friends against you. Let's make you fat and let's steal your boyfriend. And that's the like hero's journey of this movie. <laughs> right. But she sounded but a also... lot like Blondie at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, also, that's a, yeah, who was not a hero. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense getting it through the eyes of a high school girl, right? And even the end of that movie, it's all about just like stop calling each other whores and sluts and <laughs> yeah. realize you're on the same team, right? That's what that yeah. movie is about. You know, I read a review that was like had a problem with that being what the movie was about too because what they say in the movie is – Stop calling each other whores and sluts because then guys think it's okay to call you whores and sluts. And it's like making it the fault of the girls. Like if you guys don't behave differently, then it's your fault that guys treat you like shit. Yeah. Well, and that's like I said earlier, yeah, there's a sure. whole uh, like bucket of things you can look back at a movie from 2005 or 2006 right. and say, right. yeah, well, they should have done it this way. And, you know, I agree with all that, but I, I kind of think we got to set it aside and look at it from a perspective of when it came out. Yeah. Um, but other things that are wrong with the movie, <laughs> in, my point, in my opinion, I I really didn't like the first half of the movie. I felt like it was way too much setting stuff up. I didn't like the monologues. I mean, I thought they were necessary to carry on the story but i think they could have just acted it out instead of having Lindsay lohan voiceover like all of the scenes and have all of this mm -hmm. like fourth wall narration stuff and like i think it could have just been a little bit more um of a regular movie i don't know yeah was this this was lorne michaels that directed this is that right yeah, yeah. or produced i think he produced mm. it he directed it or just i think he just produced it I think. yeah yeah, I don't. I don't think he directs anything anyway. I I think we're shitting on this movie unnecessarily, though. I think that it's a serviceable movie that 
is just fine and fun and okay to talk about. And it has a pretty good review on everything, you know? No, and I think it's it's not a bad movie. I've seen much worse movies. I saw a worse movie today. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's, no, <okay>. you didn't. <laughs> it, no, it's not a bad... Mean Girls is not a bad movie. Uh, it definitely has some humor to it. Uh, I think the... And forgive me if I don't remember their names. The two friends that uh, Lindsay Lohan's character had in the beginning i thought they were kind of fun like they had some they had their own personalities to them and i i've always had a crush on lizzie kaplan so yeah i would love i love watching her or anything um okay i got an idea what else has she been in everything (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) bill i i would like to point out something on the podcast here um we talk about people we talk about movies and we find out you haven't seen them because you make this weird face all the time. No one can hear that. I don't know okay. if you know that. But they can't Should, hear that. Do I need a catchphrase or a sound effect for when I don't understand what's being talked about? I I used to. Well, no, what I, th- what I think is happening, the thing that I'm realizing, Bill, is like, um, you don't have any problem talking, usually. So let's just <laughs> keep that rolling. Just tell us. <laughs> um, you know, she was on. Did you ever watch Party Down, Bill? Nope. Oh, you know what I bet you saw that she's in? Now You See Me. Oh, no, she was actually in Now You See Me 2. Okay. Is it called Now You Don't? No, it's called okay. Now You See Me 2. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so she's in that. Yeah, she replaced the first girl. The, they couldn't. They didn't get that main girl to be in the sequel. I love both of those movies. Well, there you go. Um, so anyway, she's in a bunch of those movies. And she's in a lot of things. She's in a lot of TV shows. And um, I've just always liked her. Um, here's what I want to do. I think that we unnecessarily shit on this movie, like I said earlier. Um, I want us to each tell your favorite part of the movie. Okay, I'll go. The, or the funniest line, whatever you want to do. Go ahead. My my favorite part, I think I talked about this earlier, is when... So the whole setup of the, of the mom, the cool mom, having fake boobs. Like, they're real hard. And then <laughs> leading up to the, like, she hugs uh, Lindsay Lohan's character and she's like, makes a face and then, <laughs> then the dog chewing on it. I, I actually laughed at that. The dog chewing. I think, on the I think more than makes a face under her breath there. She goes, ow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Bill, how about you? Uh, ugh. I think my favorite part of the movie is probably where Rachel McAdams gets hit by the bus. That's pretty good. I mean, yeah, it's it's unexpected, it's shocking, and it's funny, well, and it 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 just like you're you're really ready for a climax to the action. You're really ready for the movie to be over at that point, I think, and to have it suddenly change because of that um, does in, give you a little energy to make it through the end. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I think the the tease of um, Lindsay Lohan almost getting hit by the bus in the beginning, like that pays off as a callback later when it actually does happen. And then all but of then the, the like, then the third time when she does does the like just kidding thing yeah. with the bus, and, I feel like that and, maybe was too much. Um. Well, and then the like the uh the new plastics girls almost get hit by the bus, and then uh, but I thought the the part where um 
Rachel McAdams character was like doing all the stuff in the halo. I thought that was super funny. She's like trying to put the flowers on the halo and they pull the rods out. I'm like, they're the same people, but now with the halo, that's funny. Yeah. Um, I think I have a few, like I said, marijuana tablets is very funny. <laughs> um, I think that my breast can tell when it's raining. It's yes. very funny yes. when she says, Oh, it's a 30% chance it's raining. And it's right now. <laughs> right. <Poured> on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Well, it's, especially when she's like, they can tell when it's going to rain. And then she goes, well, they when can tell raining. if it's currently raining. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah no, that's, that's funny. That's no, funny. And then I'll tell you one other line. I just remembered that I liked was Tim Meadows. Yeah. When, wait, when no, he, wait, stop. This no, is it's my... not the same one. It's okay. not the same one. <laughs> I know it's not the same. <laughs> so it's when he's at the end, when he has all the girls at the assembly. Yep. And he's like trying to like start the conversation of how to, and then he just like, like he just gives this deep say, he's like, I can't do this. Yeah. Well, okay. So <laughs> he just gives up. He has. T- so that is one of my other favorite parts is when he says, tell me some of your problems. And the one girl just says, uh, I can't help but if I have my extra big tampons. I have a wide set vagina. Yes. Uh, and I, then no, it doesn't. It start like when she says she says something about like people keep saying I'm not a virgin and I can't yeah, help yeah. it because I have to buy extra large tampons because I have a wide set <laughs> vagina. Yeah, which is the best. And, then, and Tim Meadows is just like I'm, I can't. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I, I do like when like he has all of the girls in the principal's office and. Like shit's going down in in the school, and he has his like Denzel moment when he's like takes his shirt off and like has his baseball bat and like everybody in his seventh or you know I thought that was pretty cool. Tim Meadows yeah. getting like getting getting real. Um, which funny that you said his Denzel moment because isn't that a Samuel Jackson movie that they do that in? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> but I mean Samuel doesn't play that character every time but denzel does i don't know it's three guys who don't know anything about anything wait is that Samuel jackson or am i being crazy and does morgan freeman do that in that movie lean on me by by crazy do you mean racist (laughs) (laughs) does he does morgan freeman carry a baseball bat and lean on me what are you guys talking about the movie lean on me i've never seen it okay they're like uh i can't remember which movie lean on me yeah like the song, not stand by me. That's different. Do you think Morgan Freeman's in that movie as a principal of a shitty school? No, but that's a song. <laughs> <laughs> so they both are songs. They both are movies. Yeah, they made a book out. Um, well, whatever. We, you know, let's leave this in and just we'll just wonder sometimes. <laughs> it's either Samuel Jackson or Morgan Freeman, and it's also Tim Meadows. I felt, but the I other felt like- best part. I felt like Tim Meadows was channeling Denzel's energy. That's that's what I, maybe if it wasn't a direct reference to a movie that Denzel was in, but he had that uh that energy, that training day energy. I have um, not seen that. Oh, Bill. You should watch You haven't seen training. training Day? You should watch uh-huh. some Training Day. Oh, that's a good Oh yeah. That's that's going that's a good one. We got to put that for sure. Yeah. Um I've so seen Remember the, the Titans. Cool. <laughs> we know <laughs> the other best part is at the very beginning. Like I laughed out loud, almost one of those belly laughs that Bill keeps talking about <laughs> Um, when he's, when they call her caddy and she says, my name's Katie. And he's like, Oh, like my cousin, Anthony, he gets really mad when I call him Anthony. 
but not as mad as I get at my sister for naming her son Anthony. <laughs> like I almost die. So in that exact same scene within, you know, a couple of minutes of that, there's a teacher that decides that she's going to take her shirt off her over shirt off in class and shows her bra. How is that even a thing that would ever happen? I don't know, but it was funny. It was hot. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, I have to jump in here. Um, I type, I went on Google while we were chatting and I typed in baseball bat principle and it's based (laughs) from the movie lean on me starring Morgan Freeman. So Mm -hmm. figure it out. It's Morgan Freeman. Okay. So when, when Ryan said Denzel and you said Samuel Jackson, you were both wrong. (laughs) Well, I mean, I said Morgan Freeman right after that, but yes. (laughs) Have you ever seen, so you've never seen lean on me. That's no, okay. I I didn't even know it was a movie. Okay. Have you ever seen Stand By Me? Yes. Okay, that's good. But you didn't know that there was a principal with a baseball bat not in that movie. That's a double negative, I understand. But I didn't think so, because I remember it just being about a bunch of kids on a train track. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, that's the gist of that movie. It's about a bunch of kids on a train track. Yep, they're playing train dodge. <laughs> Train dodge. So, Mean Girls, guys. I think I think there's more here. I think I think we're kind of at a mental block, but I think we have more on this movie to talk about. Really? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The one thing I wanted to talk about is what you guys thought about the book and how that Mean Girls the book. I never read. I haven't read it. (laughs) No the the book of shit talking that is the burn uh, book the burn book that is central to the plot of that movie um why would you ever write that shit down because because you're a girl is and the internet and facebook wasn't around very much yet yeah okay okay did you guys have like yearbooks that people signed of course yeah (laughs) bill yes we're a lot we were human beings and went to school that's all you wanted to know that was your question no, no. Well, here's the thing. Like, okay. When I was in Bellingham, we would get yearbooks at the end of the year, towards the end of the year, a few days before the end of school. And then people would go around and have other people like write in them and sign them and stuff. Right. Yep. That's what you do. Bill, stop. Okay. Wait, stop. <laughs> stop telling everybody what everybody does. No, no hang on. This is, not a, this is not a revelation no. whatsoever. Hang on. When I moved to Illinois, the high school I went to there, they didn't publish yearbooks until the next fall. And so people were gone. People had already graduated. It, you like picked them up in the summer or something like that. No one signed them. There was no like passing around yearbooks. I didn't even get one my senior year because I was gone from that state. Right. So I don't even have one from my senior year. And so I just wasn't sure if it was an every school thing or if it was a my school. Man, I'm going to have to pull out the uh, the bleep button on the old editing <laughs> yeah. software there. Uh, I'm not sure if it was just my stupid Midwest school or if it's like a Midwest thing. Like, I don't I don't know much about yearbooks across the nation. You don't know. I much? do know. <laughs> But my point, let me get to my point because I've been rambling. Yeah. Uh, my point is, 
Did you ever write anything nasty in someone else's yearbook? Or did anyone ever write anything nasty in your yearbook? No. No. It was generally like if you had the balls enough to go and ask someone that might write something nasty in your yearbook, they're like, okay, game respect game. Normally you would know, or at least from my perspective, I would know. I'm like, I'm not going to ask that person to write something in my yearbook because they're going to like, they wouldn't want to. And if they did, they'd just be like, have a good summer. I think girls did that. Mm. And I think if there's a few of our listeners out there that are female, which I know you're out there. All three of you, uh, if you wrote anything nasty in someone's yearbook or had someone write something nasty in your yearbook, will you please email us, miseducationofbill at gmail.com. Send us an email and let us know if that was something that girls did. In high okay, school. wait. We need I, to I have about, a suspicion that it is. We need to jump back a minute. When you say nasty, what do you mean? Just something, you know, something bitchy or something to tear someone down or make them feel worse. Like something that wasn't like, have a good summer, call me. Well, who, okay, so, but if you have someone in your school that doesn't like you to that point, why would you ask them to sign your yearbook? But see, I think that's a guy mentality because I think girls just like pass them around and it was like, it's like a thing. I do know girls... That did a lot of like, uh, you know what? I can say something that got written. It's not nasty, but it's like, I, so in my school, we pass out our yearbooks and do the whole thing. And some girls would ask me if they could take my yearbook for an extended period of time so they could write something heartfelt. Like they take it for a whole period and then give it back to after the period was over. Right. Yeah. And I did receive a yearbook back with like other girls faces crossed out in my yearbook. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, and I think, I think more what I, I would envision happening would be, uh, backhanded compliments and, um, like thinly veiled messages. Like, oh, you know, I don't know. I don't have a good example, but like, I don't think there'd be out and out like you're a fat bitch or like the kind of stuff that was in the burn book, uh, wouldn't be in somebody's yearbook. Like, Oh. You know, you'd put in something that was like, if if you didn't know the person, it would be, oh, that's fine. But if you knew the actual relationship, it's like, oh, what a bitch. Okay. So I, I grabbed my wife's yearbook off the shelf, her senior yearbook, right? It's and just I just right was, there. I was just, yeah. And I was just glancing at it. Second page. Okay. Someone writes to her and this is what they wrote. They, they put an arrow pointing at what the person above wrote on half a page, right? Okay. And wrote, isn't she mm-hmm. curious writing something so useless in so much space? Thank God we won't have to deal with her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This goes back to the point. Like, page this goes back two. To the point of, <laughs> this goes back to the point that this movie needed to be made. This is telling girls... Quit being like this. <laughs> Don't have burn books. Don't tear each other down. Be better. But I feel like it glorified it too much to actually be that message. Who do you think that it saw that movie and was like, you know what? Rachel McAdams, that's who I want to be. At least 15% of the female population. <laughs> I think they saw that and were like, I want to be Lindsay Lohan who became that. But she didn't become that by the time it was over. 
Well, and, she was and, she was Terminator too. She was T T one thousand of that. Well, show. and let's 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 be real. She became that because everyone who hated it was just jealous of it, and anyone who sits around going, "Oh, that's the worst when girls are like that." As soon as they have the opportunity to be that top dog, takes that opportunity instead of you know reaching down a peg or reaching down a social status. I think you meant I, to say Queen Bee. Well, here's girls the, can't be the top dog. <laughs> here's the thing. Uh, here's the real nitty gritty here. If Lindsay Lohan wasn't the star of this movie and it was anybody else, how many points up does this movie go? See, at the time, there was nothing wrong with no, Lindsay Lohan. But you watched it now. Right. Yeah. So you're looking at Lindsay Lohan as, you know, the Lindsay Lohan we all know and love now. Well, right. You're you're looking at it and going, everything that everyone hates about this movie is what Lindsay Lohan became. <laughs> yeah. I mean they're So I I I was able to distance myself from that because oh, I really wanted you to spell it out and, and have the audio. I was able to distance myself from Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> right. Uh no, because well, A She's what, 18 in this movie? But she looks like she's like 16. Like she's very yeah. young looking in this movie. And so I can, I can see how a movie like this, and then I don't know where this lies with the Herbie movie that she was in and any of the other stuff she was in. But, uh, I feel like there was not that, she was not that person yet. And yeah, maybe some foreshadowing, but, um, it, it didn't, it didn't, color my view of her performance in this movie no but we know that bill can't distance himself from anything right <laughs> the only things that exist are things in his mind now that's yeah. why nothing's good that's right. why he doesn't like anything that's right. old because right. it's not something he's already seen before or that just came out last week i liked terminator 2 it's at the top of the <laughs> clomometer <laughs> at a nine at a nice 70 degrees or something like that right 72 <laughs> cool 72 judgment day <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Seven um, two kind of looks like T two. Hey, well, so we've been talking a little bit about this movie and I am getting parched. I think we should cut to a commercial for a few minutes here. Yeah, that's probably yeah, a let's, good idea. Let's take a break and then we'll come back with the clomometer. Uh -oh. And then we will check and see if we have any new emails <laughs> and talk about next week's assignment. So many emails. All right. Um, okay. With that, we're going to go to commercial. Please listen to our sponsors. They're so generous. After and these messages, we'll be right back. Ding. Yeah. Let's get some, you know it. Let's get some nuts. Let's get some nuts. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? Um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. All right. Well, thanks for listening to our generous sponsors. I can't even do an intro from a sponsor. Without <laughs> With some of those nuts. Yeah. Those nuts were good. Yeah. They uh, kind of gassed me up a little bit. And yeah, I got my hair did. Yeah. Yes. Get your nose hole waxed. Mm -hmm. um, All my holes are clean. 
<laughs> oh, we're getting some drops in this episode, kids. <laughs> All right. Well, I think, uh, you know, after the break, we'd like to do a little thing called the Clemometer. We should probably get to the Clemometer. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> unique New York. Unique New York. Let's make this whole thing the drop. Just a, a bunch of shit cut together. I almost did a spit take. I don't know why the clomometer sounds like bongo drum. <laughs> Come on. This whole thing went sideways real quick. Yeah, kilometer and, uh, I mean, clomometer and homework. I said kilometer. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. So yeah. Bill, where yeah. do we so. stand on the clemometer? Man, it's clemometer. Uh this one Excuse me, I apologize. I accept your apology. Uh this one was difficult for me. I actually it it felt a lot like dazed and confused, which maybe that's what high school movies are doing to me these yeah. days. But it it was all over the place. Um do you wanna do you it wanna break down funny. what we have so far before we get into Sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the at the top of the clomometer, best thing we've seen so far is uh seven two judgment day. I mean T two. <laughs> uh at seventy two. So that at seventy two, yep. At sixty eight, we have a Christmas story. At sixty, Goodfellas, fifty nine, full metal jacket, fifty five, Terminator. Blues Brothers is 51, Dazed and Confused, 45, uh, The Collected Works of the Rolling Stones, 44. 44. <laughs> the good, good, The Bad, and The Ugly, 42, and Pee-wee's Big Adventure, 1. 1. Like, 1. 1. Okay. 1. Um, that's a nice breakdown there to get everybody uh, reacquainted with how much you hate everything we've shown you. Uh, <laughs> guys, I'm a little out of I'm a, I'm a little out of breath because I didn't have the uh, Mean Girls score for us last week, so I ran around the house four times, but it was right here in front of me. Okay, good <laughs> story. Uh, this is another byproduct of three forty year old dudes doing a podcast. You run around the house four know, times, you get out of breath. Over half of what we've watched, I have put in the upper half of the clomometer, but only just. Right, right. Yeah, nothing's been, you know, knocking my socks off. So, again, we need to we need to think about that, Rick. How can we understand what's going on inside of that brain? Well, let's see how close you are because the last couple of weeks, Ryan, you've actually been getting pretty close with your guesses. Yeah. You know what, Bill? Good point. I like it. Let's let's do it, Bill. Let's see how close we are. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Tell us your formula. My formula <laughs> usually is, how much did I like this movie? And then take 20 <laughs> points off of that and then feel unsure for the whole week. Now, that must have been hard this week because you haven't seen the movie, which is probably what Rick was going to say. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. All right. So I got the numbers here. And uh, I'm conf- – oh, did uh, – guys – Last week, when we did Mean Girls, did <laughs> I, I'm a little confused. Hold on, audio. So I have Mean Girls, and I have a score 
for Ryan and I have a score for Bill. That's weird. Did you not guess what Bill's score was going to be because you hadn't seen it, Ryan? Is that what I'm getting here? Well, you had seen it and neither of us have seen it. Hey, guys, here's the deal. So last, here's what happens with this podcast. When Bill talks into a microphone about movies, I get r- rageful. And by the time it's over, I try and block it out. It's like a traumatic experience every week. So I'm not sure how last week went, but what I think happened was I just guessed what both these guys were going to do with their Mean Girls likability scale on their own meters. Um, well, if that's Rick, not what happened, I apologize. <laughs> Rick, I uh, I do have to say I think we canceled my meter because it would be too offensive. Right. Well, I'm just going to tell you what I thought your guys' degrees were, and we were just going to stick with that. Um, I, well, do you want me to tell you mine first, or do you guys want to tell me yours first? No, no. Why don't you tell us what you think Ryan and I rated this? And then Ryan now, can tell us, having seen the movie, what he thinks I would rate it. Ooh. A devil's triangle. <laughs> if you will. If you will. <laughs> Oh, I will. Okay, well, wait. Should Maybe we should start with Ryan. Um, I have my score written down, so it's not going to matter at all, but I think I should go last. So, I think that Ryan should go first, because Ryan recently saw the movie, Yep. and he should guess Bill's score before you hear mine from last week. So I'm going to do, I'm going to guess Bill's score, and I'm going to give my score. So I think Bill scored this movie... Um, I think it was lower than uh than some of the the high water marks of the clomometer, so I'm gonna put it in the sixty one range for this movie. My score for this movie was more like a fifty two. Um, okay. I thought it was a good movie, redeemable. It had some redeeming qualities. At the end of the day, it was watchable. Would I watch it again? Not by choice, but if somebody had it on, I wouldn't turn it off. So you thought it was better than Bill thought Blues Brothers was? Uh-huh. Which <laughs> makes okay. me sad in my heart. <laughs> um, so this is interesting. Last week's scores, I had Ryan at a pretty balmy 70 degrees. Me? So it was way off there. Yeah. You, you thought I That's would you, like this Ryan. movie at 70 degrees. I did. Okay. I did. And and I and I had not rewatched it at that point. So, mm. you know, I was coming in a little blind also. I remember being funny from 2004. Yeah. Um but with Bill, you're not going to believe this. I have him at 61 degrees. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like I'm going to show you on the paper here. For you those of you listening at home, uh <laughs> Rick is showing us a piece of paper that says me at 70 and Bill at 61 degrees. Can you verify that, Bill? I can verify that, yes. Okay. So, Rick. Now, Rick, where would you put this movie? On the on my meter? Yeah. I mean, which, which meter are we talking? I have a lot of different meters. <laughs> <laughs> using the same scale that everyone else is using to try and range these things from one to a hundred with based on like kind of the idea of what we've said about movies that put them in areas for us. Well, so am I going to include it with the movies that are currently on the clamometer? No, no, don't worry about that. Just, okay. just 
my own. Where meter, would you put it? Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a 55. So why did you think Ryan would put it at 70? Um, because when I had, before I had rewatched it, I remember it being, I remember liking it better the first time. See, yeah. Now, isn't that interesting? So it doesn't hold up that your memory of it was a 70, but when you rewatched it, you realized it's actually a 55. Yeah. And I, I maybe could push it up to a 60, you know, um, since it's my first movie, it's hard to say. Or, or a 61. <laughs> no, not quite a 61. <laughs> that is Possibly a, a 59. That is a bridge <laughs> too far. <laughs> that is funny. So, But uh, I can't say it's a 61 because that means it's better than your Goodfellas. So that right. doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, all you're saying is that you think the movie is better than I think Goodfellas is. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is so stupid. <laughs> it's so funny. Okay. You guys, this is great. This is great. I feel like... This is our going to be our most like agreeable episode, even though none of us loved this movie, um, because here's where I put Mean Girls. I put Mean Girls on the clamometer at fifty nine and a half. Ooh, right Ooh. between Goodfellas and Full Metal Jacket. Yes. <laughs> so 59. I was, and here's what's funny is I was going to give it a sixty one. I was. And, <laughs> and then, then we talked I, you down? No. And then I looked at the clamometer. And, and it's I not thought, better than Goodfellas. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I thought I liked Goodfellas better than Mean Girls. And I would rewatch Goodfellas before I would rewatch Mean Girls. But I don't feel that same way about Full Metal Jacket. And so it needs to go. I need to slip Mean Girls right in between Goodfellas and a Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I don't know if you have a functioning clamometer at your home currently. Uh, no, mine's on the fritz. Well, yeah, well, they all are, I think. <laughs> you have to import the parts from Canada. <laughs> because we are, I just want to just give you a little basis. And I'm not even going to look at all these movies because we just talked about it. But that's eight and a half degrees hotter than the Blues Brothers. <sighs> yeah. And it's it was also, funnier than that. Yeah. And it's also 14 and a half degrees hotter than Dazed and Confused. Yeah, as far as high school movies go, this one was better because it was funnier and it had more of a story. Now, the characters were not as good. I will give you that. The characters are better in Dazed and Confused, but none of them do anything and there's no message or point to the movie. So Mean Girls is a better movie. So this brings up this brings up a memory now of last week. <laughs> um, this is what happened. We had watched Good Dazed and Confused. And we knew Mean Girls coming. And we were like, you know what? This is way up, way more up Bill's alley than Days of Confused was because it's about a weird homeschool kid. <laughs> yeah. It's a bunch of girls. And there are more relevant funny jokes in it. That's why I think I gave it such a higher score because I knew you had a 45 base life of Days of Confused. And there's no way you're going to say it was worse than Days of Confused. Yeah. Nope. Agreed. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Um, <sighs> good. Now. I, Man, we know, were all we within a degree week. and a half. We're right. going to have to end the podcast um, right now. <laughs> <laughs> we also talked last week about how hard it is to judge these. <laughs> I, I like how we're going to end the we're going to end the podcast because we all agree that Mean Girls was just okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, last week we had talked about the kilometer and how hard this was to figure out, and that we needed some baselines and some things. Um, I think that Mean Girls was interesting because two out of three of us hadn't seen it, but you had brought up watching 
uh, Forget Paris starring Billy Crystal. Because yes. you said that would be a solid 85 on the kilometer. Yes. I 13 would... points above Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Yes. Now, going into this, uh, I hope this is going to be our next assignment, right? It's Forget Paris, which neither one of you have seen. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Okay. So after Rick's revelation of um, Mean Girls and how he would, looking back, he would put it at a 70. And then when he rewatched it, he thinks it's a 55. I would say that my memory of Forget Paris puts it at an 85 for me. I have, I will rewatch it Hedging. and tell you what I think. Hedging. Now, here's the thing. I've seen it a dozen times, so I know it holds up, but I'll just put there that, that I will allow myself some wiggle room if I watch it with the same critical eye. I've been watching all these other, you know, trash you've been throwing at me and, and we'll see how it stacks up. Great. You know, and I'm going to, I'm going to go into this movie, um, very open-minded and ready to give it a great synopsis and how I feel about it. I feel like you've done your part. You've watched all these movies that we've asked you to watch and we want to get a good baseline. And you know what? I have high hopes that we're going to find out that maybe Bill has better taste than we thought. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, we could find out this movie is a, a gem that uh, has been overlooked by, you know, by us. By generations of yeah, people. Yeah. I mean, Billy Crystal is, he's a huge name in Hollywood. He's, he's a treasure, you know? Yeah, American and, uh, treasure. Okay. I think I am excited that we are to watch a movie that I know is good and is going to rank on the kilometer. I think you guys are going to find it an enjoyable, lighthearted, funny, playful romp of a film. It's just fantastic. Um, yeah. So if you guys uh, don't have anything else that we need to bring up, then I guess it's uh, time to sign off. Um, I actually have one quick question before we sign off um, on the kilometer here on the, I have one side with all of our, all of your degrees and your movies on the other side, I can write down, um, forget Paris at 85 degrees. Is that correct? Let's put that at, you know what? Here's what we need to do. It, it is where I think it's going to be. Yes. 85 degrees. And 85 we'll, degrees. Yes. Um, however, what I think we should do is have a moment here where you guys take off your headphones and I predict how I think you will like this movie. Okay. Sounds yeah. Great. Turnabout's fair play. Um, what's going to be your signal for us to come back? You know what? I'll just sign off and say goodbye to everybody and they'll hear you next week. So say <laughs> your goodbyes. <laughs> All right. Bill, Bye. Yeah, Bill's going to, Bill's going to end this one solo. So, uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Okay, guys, now that they're finally gone, we can get down to business. Um, I love Forget Paris. I think it's a great movie. I really do. I think it's funny. It's, you know, it's not my favorite movie ever, but it's just one of those ones that is just fun to watch. Now, that being said, these guys are asses. They really are. And I think that they're going to crap all over my hopes and dreams because I have pointed out how flawed their favorite movies are. So I think Rick's going to be the worst because he is the worst. 
And so I think he's probably going to put this movie at where I put Dazed and Confused, a 45. I think Ryan's a little bit more objective and will appreciate it a little bit more. I don't know how you cannot appreciate this movie. I really need the listeners. I need you guys to have my back here. I need you to watch this movie. It's streaming on HBO Go. You know, sign up for the free trial, log into HBO Go, watch Forget Paris, and please, please, please listen to this episode and then email us and let us know what you think because it's going to be critical. Um, but I think, I think Ryan will put it in that same range with Mean Girls. I think he'll appreciate it. He'll probably find some flaws with it, though I don't know what they could be. So I'm going to put him at a 61. So I'm going to guess Rick at a, at a 42, 45. Rick at a 45, I'm writing it down. Ryan at a 61. And then, yeah, I'll just remind you guys that we are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on uh, Gmail. Please send us emails. Give us recommendations. Uh, tell us where you would rate uh, the movies we're talking about. That's miseducationofbill at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate our sponsors. We appreciate our uh, music that's been donated to us and the artwork that my daughter does for the episodes. So uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.